welcome back to Word Up with Danny Katz. I am your host, Danny Katz. I am an author, journalist, and a quantum languaging coach and consultant. What that means is that I teach people how language programs consciousness, how language programs reality at large, and how to transform reality and evolve our consciousness with language. I've also been known to cultivate and share an opinion or two or 12 about culture and consciousness and how they are evolving, devolving, and being manipulated by the powers that were. Here at Word Up, we are devoted to fostering critical thinking while supporting you in becoming your most authentic, empowered, liberated, realized, amazing version of yourself. Our every show aims to expand your consciousness, raise your frequency, sharpen your critical thinking skills, and make you giggle. (laughs) And think. Given the radical uptick in censorship over the past few years, combined with the complete co-opting slash decimation of my own personal industry, journalism, I started Word Up to have a free speech-friendly platform in which to engage exploratory, solutions-based conversations with visionaries, mystics, original thinkers, and rebel badasses who are helping to make the world more wonderful. The first half of my interviews run between 30 to 90 minutes and are always posted here for free public listening. The second halves are reserved for paid supporters on my Patreon and my Locals platforms, where for as little as $5 a month, you can access all of my second half conversations along with oodles of other bonus content and opportunities to drop in with me, to drop in with our High Vibe tribe, and lots of other awesome things. In addition to interviews, Word Up also features quantum languaging upgrades, planetary service announcements, and propaganda analysis, which I call Spot the Propaganda. Thank you so much for tuning in and for sharing your sacred attention with me and our high vibe tribe of change makers. Be sure to click that subscribe button so you can stay abreast of our every episode. Thank you for also clicking the like button, for sharing far and wide, and for leaving some kind words as a review as you are authentically inspired. As well, if you are gleaning any value whatsoever from these shows, consider supporting me on Locals and or Patreon. And as you are wanting to learn more about my quantum languaging coaching and consulting services or nab copies of my books, find me on dannycats.com as well as on quantumlanguaging.com. Okay, I think that's it for our housekeeping. Buckle up and prepare to enjoy this episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Hey, superstars. Welcome back to another episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. Today's episode features my former Conscious Awesome co-host, Justin Polgar, who is a certified yesologist, minister of chocolate, and a beautiful, beautiful mind. Justin came back on the show to talk to me about masculine feminine polarities. Full disclosure, we recorded this back in February and it kind of got lost in the shuffle. And as I'm noticing, So many of my solo podcasts 
actually all my podcasts are focusing on masculine and feminine polarities these days, I thought this would be the perfect time to air this conversation between Justin and myself. Before we dive into the episode, I'm reminding you to and thanking you for clicking the subscribe button for liking, sharing, commenting. I'm also reminding you to sign up for my newsletter at dannycats.com. Given the insane amounts of big tech censorship and suppression, it's the best way to stay abreast of my every next episode of new offerings, including my new book, webinars, workshops. So you can do that at dannycats.com as well. Just a brief reminder as to how my show is structured. The first half is free for the public on all of the podcast platforms, on Locals, on YouTube. The second half of my conversation is available for my paid supporters on both Locals and Patreon. You can find those links in the show description section. You can choose your favorite platform or choose both. And once you've set yourself up as a paid supporter, you get access to all of my second half conversations plus oodles of bonus content. I think that does it for housekeeping. Buckle up and prepare to enjoy my conversation with Justin Polgar. Need to clean up a little. I don't feel guilty about being here real with with you, Danny, and your your lovely audience. Oh, your conscious we, awesome words are everything cutting edge of your mind. We welcome you in your totality. And just to like presence the synchronicity, I'm interviewing Robert Forte on Wednesday, who says hi and that he loves you. Yeah, he's, getting this a, he's getting a haircut tomorrow in preparation, and I'm getting a haircut today. So Thank you for accepting me in my overgrown, super frizzy totality. You know what's interesting is I'm, I'm trying to find out where you are, um, on, on the Zoom. Oh, there you are. Uh, yeah, it was like only showing my face, and it just felt weird because I'm just getting a little hypnotized. But now I can see you. It just. Oh, yeah, it's good to switch the view. I like when I'm just seeing you and not seeing myself. It's easier because if I'm can, if I have an opportunity to look at myself, I'm going to and subconsciously be like, oh, look at that. Oh, you're doing this thing. Da, 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 da. OK, I had a thought about that the other day, which kind of folds into our chat today, which is I'm always happier when I'm not looking in the mirror. Looking in the mirror is so inorganic, like no other species on the planet is just gazing at themselves in the mirror, which is the issue that I've had with makeup my whole life, where like the way that I'm wired is if I spend too much time looking in the mirror, I get physically nauseous. So it's like it always was the weirdest thing that like women are supposed to wear makeup. So like every day we're just supposed to stare at our face and like obsess on it. And now progress is being branded as men get to do that dumb shit too. Waste all this time staring in the mirror. That would um, be advancing the, that would advance our culture. If you just spend, you know, because essentially you're you're leaning further and further into the mirror until you become part of this like black mirror scenario. Right? If you get close enough, the mirror turns black. 
Well, and it's also like the Narcissus um, mythology where he falls in. Yeah. Like yeah that's I mean, where they're pushing, attempting to push us. You could, you could um, not use a mirror to put makeup on and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I do wear makeup, that's what it looks like. <laughs> I've done the Burning Man before or just like kind of have a reflection-ish thing and just done like eye makeup and stuff. And it's, it's just better for having someone else do it. Actually, that actually might be the solution to the mirror piece is just have someone else do your makeup. Oh, right. Move towards interdependence instead of narcissistic self-obsession. Yeah. Like maybe you do someone else's makeup and they do yours. You could have a makeup buddy and then but you don't have to about, spend time in the mirror. But think about the time and effort that goes into that exchange when instead we could be like doing squats, breath work, brainstorming solutions. <laughs> you could be doing all of that while playing makeup. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> wait, wait a second. If I go back, can I like appear in? No, it doesn't work. Well, that's um, kind of like my morning birth from the center of the multiverse ritual. <laughs> I'm glad I found this image like right when we started talking. You, where I was did, like, was it in use... the like Zoom standard images? Or... No, I was dissatisfied. Okay. I was dissatisfied with Zoom standard. So I was like, what do I want to be? Because DK has this really cool hypnotic, like, where I'm focused in here, I'm framed. And I was like, I feel like we could have a complimentary. I want a black and white something. I know, light speed. Godspeed, light speed, bada bing. Thank you so much. So you are my first podcast guest who has mirrored my background. I so Are you surprised? That. I'm not at all. <laughs> not at, okay. Given that it all started with Conscious Awesome. Wait, are we drinking the same thing? No, close. What's yours? They're pink, though. Oh. Mine's a cannabis one. <gasps> That's Mine has uh, reishi and lion's mane. I wish they were combined. I do, too. That would be cool. This one is uh, two milligrams of THC. Oh, that's exciting. It's apparent. This is. Can you feel it when you drink it? Yeah, but like, you know, just enough to be like, oh, I had a beverage. Uh, but I don't know how to open it. I kind of do. I kind of don't remember. There's instructions. Yeah, hard. Um, okay, I got to pull it. Ooh, spray the screen. Success. Okay, and then I slide it. Oh, there we go. And it's kind of carbonated. That's nice. I had one of these around uh, New Year's. I met this really cool guy at the barbershop, which is like the sacred masculine. It's the heart of the sacred masculine. It's our safe spot. It's the barbershop. I love that. Amazing things. I have epic, deep male conversations at the barbershop that are like kind of on par with like my men's fire circle. Cool. Where it's like you could just go in there. Actually, I ended up buying this book because of a, do you like this book? It's called Invisible 2.0. <laughs> um, Confessions of an Illuminati. Yeah, it's a small book. I mean, it's, <laughs> Looks it's really small. Here. But I can see how wide your fingers are holding nothing. Right. <laughs> it's, it's Confessions of a Illuminati, Volume 8. I Do got you have this one. one. Through seven? No, I just, I got this one because this whole beginning of it is about frequency. 
which I'm excited. It's like music and frequency and the Have impact of that. The Templar temple that is built underground in Ethiopia? No. Okay, this Not is yet. my... I'm so obsessed with all of the Knights Templar who stole all of their information from our family temple in Israel. And it gives them all this mastery over architecture and geometry. And I'm like obsessed with. Did we lose? Like, did they steal it? I guess it wasn't from Solomon's temple. And so we, it's not like we had a digital copy. It wasn't passed on. It was probably like scroll. It was probably like, um, there may have been some people who knew it intimately, but if they didn't pass on everything, then. Well, it's it, like, it's the big mystery and I'm almost finished with this particular Templar book, but it's like, they were allegedly so noble. And I'm like, well, your whole order was founded on theft. And where was David and Solomon's family back then to defend all that? And why was all that knowledge like buried with the Ark? You know, like what was, I need well, a lot more intel. What year did that happen? In 99. And that was way after David and Solomon. Correct. Like several, like decades of generations. Correct. It's challenging to pass things on generation to generation. You know, like that's, that's what like blows my mind about the Great Wall. Because the Great Wall of China took... 50 generations to build it's 2000 years teamwork. yeah that's like i mean how do you do a project like that that gets built over 2000 years well i think that you have a mindset that hasn't been like shaped by western independence which don't get me mm-hmm. wrong i love but it's like a whole different paradigm where it's for the collective it's for the tribes it's not about like what am i going to get out of this toil for my Isn't- like there's no point you're not seeking to find your purpose your purpose is given to you and this is what you do you're like oh thank goodness i have something to do oh good tea arrived thank you there's a tea there's a tea package arriving thank you i'll give it to him yes that's good i just you know what at the coffee shop uh yes but i'm on a very important podcast right now yeah it's okay I could have put a sign on the door. I was thinking about getting one of those, actually. Do not disturb podcasting. Or uh, on air. Yeah, or like, you know, one of those things like sound sensitive here at the moment. But Lisa That's didn't smart. know that. She was just doing a beautiful, kind thing to deliver this tea box. I met this guy at the, tea, at the coffee shop. And he was like, you should try our teas. And I was like, great, here's my address. And he just sent me like, like a jaw-dropping amount of tea. I kind of feel like I'm cheating on Colin a little bit, but he just- Colin popped into my mind today. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I want to just circle back. Keiko back. I want to Keiko back. Thank you. I want to Keiko back to, um, it's like so honoring our people, you know this? Uh, the verification, like, how do you know it's real? Yeah. I had my hands like this. Yes. Um, I feel like an appropriate use of AI would be authenticity check with voice. You like, do you know what? You remember how Don Estes did that voice He's analysis? He's coming on the podcast. <gasps> when I'm so excited. 
I think next week. That's amazing because I'm going to be in LA uh, end of next week. And uh, Teresa is going to be in LA. And I was wanting to connect her because she's working on a sound project. And I was like, oh, you got to know Don Estes. And, uh, and others. That's all. Gene Keys, Teresa? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. So I'm going to note, I'm going to put this as like an extra check mark of priority in Los Angeles because you kind of have to have those. Otherwise, the, you know. Otherwise, you just spend your whole time in Air One. Yeah, which will <laughs> probably, they'll be my off time. <laughs> um, so authenticity checking Don S is like that, like an out, like an AI or less of like AI. AI is such a comp, like the term is overused now that everything that's like cool and computers is AI. It's like, oh, it's wait, thinking. Whoa, 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 wait, let's roll. I, I cannot sign on to anything that's cool is AI. Well, I did it in the voice. Psyop. I mean, I don't even think it's AI. Like I just, everything that's being called, it's a co-opted thing. Like it's just an algorithm. Here's a cool, clear, cancel, delete. Here's a complex algorithm. We're just going to call it AI for all the people that don't know how to think about things that are complex. Yes. And I'm like, this is like, I'm being sold short. I don't want to buy it. Please don't. Please not do not. It. Yeah. Uh, have you played with that LGBT chat? Fuck no. I, I want nothing to do with it. And I, I like, it's time for us to just say no to automation. Like, I'm so annoyed the fact like how unchecked it is and how we're being indoctrinated not to question as though we don't have a choice. Like we do not have to automate. We do not have to go down this road on any level. And if we could just bring in the feminine and have a conversation as to whether or not this serves the collective and what's best for us as an entire species, then we could come into right relationship. But instead we're being like bullied by you know, this like unchecked masculine that's like, we must move forward technologically. We have no choice in the matter. I will not play with chat GPT. I want nothing to do with it. So we're really being run by shadow masculine. Yes. Yes. It's not like, cause the, the, the discerning, uh, what's the opposite of, of shadow masculine light masculine, the, uh, um, balanced illuminated masculine. masculine? It's like the the evolved masculine, the yellow. Yeah, sounds like a word needs to be created. I mean, it's just like the. Maybe it's just the masculine. I feel like it's just the masculine. So like the integrated masculine, which is aware of the shadow. What would that look like for progress to be, um, you know, being created? by an integrated masculine. Well, and see, then let's I, do it for integrated feminine. Okay, I love this. So game, here we go. Game. I love this game. All right, so progress, like I don't actually think that um, continuing to, to walk the road of technological progress is the shadow masculine. I think that is the capital M masculine. I think implementation is missing the feminine. And this goes back to the fact that masculine and feminine are interdependent. So the way that the conversation is being so one-sided, I would say that is the shadow aspect of the masculine, but I don't think the actual advancement itself is shadowy. It's just 
what is proper implementation? When is proper proper implementation? It's just, for me, it just feels like the feminine is missing from the conversation. I hear that. And that resonates. It's one of those things where I'm, 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 I'm visualizing the masculine, like coming home with the bacon or coming home with the tech and being like, here you go, honey. You organize it, make sure our bills get paid and everything, you know, by the things that we need food on the table and implementation, but like the masculine should, I would like for the masculine to be free to invent and create at will. And it needs to go through, it would be a more balanced, a more beneficial human path to go through a filter and not even a filter, more of like to be placed into the discernment of the feminine. Yes. I also think Hmm, there's a cool thing with that actually. There are many cool things with that. Like with, with the metaphor that you brought up, it's like, if the man goes to Costco and loads up on three months worth of groceries, it's on the, like the feminine don't make one meal out of that. The feminine decides what goes in the freezer, what goes in the fridge, what goes to dinner tonight, what goes to the neighbors, like how it's going to be parsed out. But I also feel like in terms of technological advancement, given that we have a lot of humans on the planet who don't have enough food, who don't have parents, who don't have clean drinking water, I do think a larger masculine feminine conversation as to where to focus our technological prowess would be intelligent. Like joyrides to the moon seem really extraneous. Um, you know, figuring out how, to, how a 48 year old woman can get pregnant feels really extraneous and indulgent when we could be focusing on other things that serve the well being of the whole. I guess it depends on, I mean, part of it depends on who, like, what is steering that uh, conversation of what's well being for the whole. Because I think, uh, you know, there are certain they, the they that uh what do you what do we say the um powers that were the powers that were I was like what's that term the powers that were don't give a fuck they just don't care because all of the people like those are all like oh that's just part of the 90 percent that won't even be here in a couple decades so so part of it is just like reclaiming that that piece so that like on the personal local subscribe to locals on the personal local um <laughs> thanks for the commercial dannycats.locals.com <laughs> on the personal local tip what can i do as a man and as a masculine to enact this because it's like uh if i don't know how to do it here then how would we do it in a in a neighborhood or a community or a country or, you know, community, how does that, how does that scale up? Because going from the top down, obviously it's like, it's just not, there's too much noise and they've kind of got that domain or, you know, dialed, you know, they got that dialed. I just, that's, I don't like that, but that's kind of the deal, but they don't have this domain dialed, you know, so Like, what does that look like for me? Not even in my relationships, but like inside of me, right? Because that's that's kind of where the polarity 
conversation is, which is kind of what sparked this, this uh, conversation totally. is my ability to adjust between alpha and omega between, which is funny that it's not alpha and beta because beta has this, like, that's, you know, if you're not alpha, then you're beta, but it's not because there's a, a different type of fluidity, which is not like the gender fluidity that everyone's talking about socially. It's that ability to meet whoever is in front of you, recognize what the best service to the moment is, and then be like, cool, I can lean a little bit more into the expansiveness of the feminine, or I can really guide and direct with the masculine. And I think learning that dynamic, you know, it's still going to be in different spectrums for different people. Some people are, some people are going to have their whole spectrum of masculine, feminine, be like way over on the masculine or way over in the feminine. But if everyone's doing their, uh, doing their part, not even doing their part, it's like uh, just mastering what they're here to master, then we're able to meet the moment, meet the person. And then in that way of like check and balance inside myself, mm-hmm. right? Cause there's this like piece when I'm hearing about the Costco, the Costco analogy, I'm like, okay, as a man, what's going to incentivize me. Right. So it's like, if I bring three months of, of Costco groceries home, I, I'm looking for feedback. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking for like, did I do a good job did i you know what are you going to do with this that should that feedback loop, i have to be listening to know that feedback loop of like did i like the dinners that came through if not then i need to adjust what i'm bringing home i need to like change the technology that i'm offering like i i want to i want to be incentivized i think men men are incentivized by the technology like the technology that they bring to the female to check and mm-hmm. to discern there's this kind of incentivizing that I can see happening where you want to be, uh, you know, you want to be uh, alphaing or you want to be kind of at the top of the breeding potential mm-hmm. by doing the best job, you know, or like, you know, I'm not, I don't have to like beat someone up. I need to just like provide not the most, but the best, like the most exact for whatever it is that your skill set is. But that, I mean, yeah, totally. And as I hear you talking about it, like, again, it's inviting a dialogue because you're wanting the feminine to acknowledge you, to thank you, to say good job, to make wonderful things with the things that you chose, to give you feedback on, you know, what's working, what isn't working, to do it better. There's a back and forth in what I hear you saying in terms of the man wanting that acknowledgement from that. And it feels like, the feminine and again not women but the feminine is been completely pushed out of the conversation so we don't have a dialogue going on which is why which is why it's so unchecked right now where technology is attempting to take us has it happened before that there's a balance or there's a that the women are not you know when's the last time the women were at the table of the conversation or the feminine was at the the table not in i mean not in this civilization's lifetime as as i understand it now to be fair i know enough to know that everything i've been taught about history is a total lie mm-hmm. but given that this has been like a hierarchical culture from the get-go 
it seems to have been driven by the masculine. I don't, I mean, I know there are fairy tales of other civilizations, but I think we can look to Atlantis and it seems like we're on that same trajectory of this unchecked masculine technological advancement uh, doing humanity a disservice. Are you aware of a civilization wherein they were in balance? I know that there are like matriarchal, um, there are matriarchal, uh civilizations and more less civilizations but like societies within civilization that don't really abide by like the uh trobrian the trobrians i think trobrian that doesn't sound quite right but it's trobrian sure what's the trobrian uh they're this uh matriarch society where the women it's like uh, the women are leading. Where, the... where on the planet? Are they here now? Yeah. They I mean, being the Navajo Nation is matriarchal, and that's here in New Mexico. I mean, in, in, in some ways, the, you know, traditional Judaic um, has this very deep reverence for the feminine. You know, not the way that it's really being, I mean, it's hard to find examples now. But I know that there is this in the tradition of it, like the women don't have to do a lot of the things that the men have to do. Like, um, like the women don't really need to be bat mitzvah because they're just automatically initiated by their rite of passage of bleeding, for example. Like okay. men need to create that passage. You know, it's just like arbitrary at 13 years old. But then there's like women don't need to, you know, this is at least the way it's, you know, that I understand it is women don't need to study the Torah like men do because they already are the Torah. They create life. They are the like it's all encoded in them. And perhaps if women were given the space reverence, maybe more so and the upliftment they would be able to tap into that deeper feeling sense that are more that's the feeling knowledge the somatic sensory map that has the miracle and has the intuition and has like all of this magic that gets suppressed in this culture that men i think are are seeking to touch and to to utilize in the masculine but you know it's Again, it's not like an actual pure example of it being balanced or the feminine or a matriarchal society. The well, Trobrian is very interesting. That was one of Natan's favorite communities. Where on the planet? What continent? Tasmania or something? I mean, I don't really see, like, my, what I experience of the Navajo na Nation here and speaking to the people I speak to, it's a very masculinized woman and a very emasculated Man, and again, like again, I'm making a gross generalization based on bits and pieces. But when I hear you say this about Judaism, I think like, well, women aren't being honored in their initiation the way boys are with a bar mitzvah where the community comes together. And if women aren't encouraged to read the Torah, I mean, we know that there's sacred intelligence hidden in that. And then I think of when I used to go to yoga quite early back in the day before I had a cell phone and my car broke on Beverly 
early in the morning, like maybe 6.30 in the morning, right in front of a temple. And I went in and all the Orthodox men were davening and they yelled at me to get out. And I'm like, I am a Jewish woman who actually needs help right now. And you are a room full of men, allegedly of my tribe, but all they did was yell at me. No one helped me. So like, I'm not, I didn't yeah, feel- but this, So many, I mean, there, when I see that, I'm like, okay, you, you're not exampling the capital M masculine. No, you're just not. So but let's, let's kind of like, I feel like there's something very at the tip here because we we're like kind of poking at these different, like, you know, challenges in the dynamics and like, obvious. it's like very easy to see where the holes are and where we're missing the mark. Yeah. Like it's, it's everywhere. Yep. So what is that? Okay. So there's a movement right now in the like awakened sexuality and intimacy and like returning to being an embodied person that is talking about polarity. Yes. And I think the aim of that is actually to get us into a more balanced, more representative conversation of masculine and feminine. And the challenge, it seems, for women who are drawn to that work is to let go of their masculine tendencies. Or yeah. come into a different relationship with them where they're not leading, where it's not just yeah, like a conscious default. Right. Like I need to provide for myself. I need to do, yeah, there's this, like, it seems like the surrender element is like the juicy part for women. And for men, it's the, it's this feeling of it's the listening and all of a sudden being a good listener of your body too. And mm -hmm. like learning that like, oh, this I'm in connection right now, as opposed to this is what I'm supposed to do to be in connection. And it's all intellectual. Right. You know, so there, I think there, it's a very, it feels new, you know, even, you know, it even has like a little bit of a David data kind of roots in that there's like, there's all these the conversation. He, I mean, he started the conversation. I'm sure there were other people that were doing that. And there were these like very, it takes a long time for these movements to, to really catch. Ooh, what is that? Is that a chocolate bar? I went on a vibes up shopping spree for their after Christmas sale. Is that a, um, like an, their squishies oh, my. under my water bottle. Sorry to interrupt. That's so chewy. I want to chew it. Rawr. Um, hmm. but uh, I, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, like, uh, take it, take it. Even um, moving from the intellectual to the embodied, like even a man in the intellectual is still having a very advanced conversation because there's an awareness of it, mm -hmm. you know, like, of course, to move into the embodiment is the goal. But I mean, I respect any man who's just even aware of masculine feminine polarities and inviting that into his own perspective. Well, I think it's weird that we're trying, like we're talking about this on like humanity wide scale. You want to go personal? I mean, not only personal, I mean, like even just not all men in humanity have the ability to be aware of their intellectual. Like they don't have the prerequisites. Like they have, it's not their, it's not within their prerequisites of the different lifetimes that they're tapping into. No, but plenty of those men 
are actually um, anchored in their masculine. Uh, and is it a holistic masculine though? I mean, I guess there's a different thing, right? I, like there are definitely, like I've definitely listened to podcasts and I've followed people on Instagram that are like very much in their masculine. And it's like a, it's exciting. There's like this like, oh, right, that feels good. Like let's play with guns, I find lift it weights exciting. and things. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I love that piece. Like there's something I, I like paying attention to my magnetism toward that. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Like it feels good for me to stack a cord of wood. It feels good to me to like chop wood with a hatchet and like clean my gun. Like there's this like, there's things that just feel so like good and man, like push-ups feel good. And that is the like that is a whole interest set. That's an interest set of things that uh, kind of can draw people together. But I, I think within the community of men, there are these influencers. There are people. There are like men that have more of an alpha presence. And if those alpha presence men started to say like, "Oh, this is how you think and be aware." then there's a whole subset of people that didn't know how to do that would start to know how to do that. And then if they were starting to say, Hey, there's this like sensing piece, like we all, we all need to go in in order to, in order to have this develop in a more, like it doesn't even all fit on the screen in order for this to like come in into like power. Like you can have that, that gross, physical power like in order for this to have that like one inch punch chi energy tapped in like be able to guide your energy through the hand that actually is doing things as the people who are influencing which is i'm gonna hold on that thought people who are influencing that start teaching other people you know their followers to do that that or like just exampling it then more people will get turned on to it was it the, I think it was a no agenda show, but it could have been a quite frankly, I think it was a quite frankly episode, actually. They we're talking about the influencer culture mm-hmm. is feminine. Totally, totally. It's not only by like the, the participants that are like more fem, more women, but there's this like receiving piece uh that's like social it's it's such a popularity mm. contest yeah there's it there's something that has an innate feminine in that but it's also shadow feminine in the way it's being expressed so is it is it the same way where it's the checks and balances where the men are bringing home this technology call it the women are saying this is how we're going to implement it and then are the men saying like, okay, you implemented like that, but we're not going to use those tools or we are going to use these tools that you have now like integrated in. And if we, you know, is there like a, a circular conversation of checks and balances? Well, let's explore this because like, I don't see a problem with a feminine platform being used for men to do whatever they want. Like, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I see the down sides of social media but i feel like in in what you what i hear you saying it's like the more we can render this conversation pop 
um, and fun and get it into the collective consciousness, the better served we're all going to be. So if that's through a feminine platform or a masculine platform, I don't know that it matters, but I'm curious, like, what do you see the downsides of that being? Of the, of it doesn't matter if it's a masculine or feminine or using a feminine. Using a feminine platform. I don't think a feminine platform is going to be able to fully express a masculine agenda. I mean, there are people that I follow on Instagram and when they are speaking the evolved masculine, I literally melt. Like I have a physical reaction and I'm just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So at but least is, for me on some level it's working <laughs> is that transcending the platform like some people i think can tap into that like yeah this might be the channel you're hearing on, me on but i'm actually coming through an energetic frequency that is different than this platform well here's how i see it working for me um i i run a lot of masculine energy on those platforms and especially for the past three years I've used those platforms to put myself on the line to speak truths that oftentimes get me in trouble, you know, get me like whatever the issues are around it. But through those platforms, I continue to get a lot of support from masculine men and feeling held and seen um, and tracked and to an extent protected by those masculine men emboldens me to continue to play that role. And I I honestly don't think that I would still be doing it without that support, um, you know, digital or virtual, though it may be. The masculine just says that just right thing that, um, you know, I don't know, for me, just feeling held and safe and protected in the arms of the masculine, regardless of how far they are, goes a really long way. And I, I have been getting a lot of that through those platforms. And that's awesome. I mean, I watch that. Like I can see that in also your, like your need to prove yourself on the platform is not what it was. It used to be more. Thanks so much for tuning in to this latest episode of Word Up with Danny Katz. I am reminding slash thanking you two and four (laughs) clicking that subscribe button for liking for sharing for commenting and for leaving some kind words as a review as you are authentically inspired as you are receiving any value from my podcast as you dig it as you listen regularly consider supporting me on patreon and or Locals, where for as little as $5 a month, you get access to all of my second half podcast interviews, as well as oodles of bonus content. Your support really goes a long way in supporting me as a journalist and an independent content creator navigate her way through a really crunchy time in terms of free speech. And as you are wanting to learn more about my work in the world, my books, my products, my quantum languaging, coaching, and consulting, you can find me at dannycats.com as well as quantumlanguaging.com. And if you're not down with a membership patronage platform and want to send me one-time donation, 
You can use the Bitcoin link if it actually appears on your podcast listening platform. You could also send me a one-time donation by way of PayPal at dannycats at pm.me or by way of Venmo where my username is Sadie Bloom. Again, your support means the world and makes a massive, massive difference when it comes to continuing to share this work with the world. Thank you for sharing your sacred attention with me. Thank you for remembering that you are omniscopic amazingness and for having a rockin' day. See you next time, superstars.